2: With Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you.
3: When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out of pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors.
4: the nikki glazer podcast here's nikki here i am welcome to the nikki glazer podcast it's Monday tuesday it's it's tuesday (laughs) feels like monday to me y'all uh, because I got back in town last night And usually I get back on Sundays Who cares uh, Welcome to the show It's Tuesday I'm kind of sad Because that only means We have three more shows to go Before the weekend I like this show um, it, uh, it was a wild weekend for me in uh, On tour Friday night Vegas Saturday night Seattle Sunday night uh, Jacksonville Oregon Not Florida. It was so fun. One show Vegas, two shows Seattle, one show Oregon. Man, it just reminds me of how much um, I need to do. Like repetition makes me better. Like one offs. I can be, you know, you can catch a lightning in a bottle at some points when you just do one show here and there, but you're taking a gamble. But when you are, when I'm by the end of the week, by the second show, by Seattle, I had all the, uh, you know, Vegas. I worked out some of the, the kinks. No one seemed to notice. But I I got to start dressing more comfortably on stage. I tried to dress like uh, Vegas-y, you know? Like I wore this dress that I am obsessed with that I got at Saks um, on sale when I was in West Palm Beach doing a, a birthday party over the summer, like a private party. And I got this dress and it's so like Britney Spears pre freedom um and it's it's just makes me feel like a pop star but i i i'm just not Which comfortable dress is it? it's Leber- black and like it's it's black and really sparkly and really short and has uh you know a mock turtle like it has a turtleneck kind of thing and then has long sleeves you know like it's it's just looks like Taylor Swift pop star it's gr- it's a great dress and it was weird because I bought it, and um, my stylist, who I use for, like, all my big shows that I do, had – they go, that looks really familiar. And they sent me a picture of me in a fitting from a couple years ago in that dress as one of my, like, final options. So finally I have a good eye. And then it was so sweet because – well, like, it's been really fun for me on the road to, like, dress up and have an excuse to because, you know, like I said about Dancing with the Stars, it was an excuse to, like, dress slutty and be like, well, they made me because it's, like, it's fun to dress slutty sometimes. And, um, but that's what this tour has been, too, because it's, like, these big theaters. Like, when I'm doing um clubs, it always felt a little just, I was overdressed to really dress up. It didn't even occur to me. But when you're doing a theater, I just really love wearing fun things that I wouldn't n- normally get to wear. And so I've been ordering from Rent the Runway and just buying like insane things that I, you know It's on Poshmark, I went wild this weekend buying stuff. But um I it's just uh and the, but the, the thing is so in Seattle or in uh Vegas, I was confined to this dress. I was Worried that my spray tan was uh, sweating off because my thighs—it was really hot on stage and I was getting a lot of um, flop sweat from my flop, which is I, I wasn't bombing, so it wasn't like f- f- you know flop sweat in that way. But it was—I fr- should call my vagina my flop. So it was like I was just sweaty there and it was running down. But the the leg spray I got, Sally Hansen, I did I left my spray last weekend and. This is, who cares? I left my legs, the spray is the best because it dries quickly and it will not come off unless you shower and, and like scrub with a towel and then it comes off very easily. It is the, by far the best spray tan out there. It does not last. It's a one-time use thing, but it is seriously, you spray your legs and it's just, you don't have to rub it in or anything. I left it in uh Charlotte, so this weekend I had to like grab the stuff that I had from before that's like more lotion-y. Same Sally Hansen, but it just, Goes on streaky. I had so many streaks on my legs, and it was sweating off. And I was just paranoid the entire show that I was going to have stripes of uh, sweat going down my leg. And when you're thinking of anything else, it's hard to be in the moment and like enjoy yourself. And I'm thinking about how short my dress is. And it was a late show. It was a 10 o'clock show on a Friday, and so most people. That's that's why Steve Martin quit comedy. He said it was the late show on Friday because people work all day. They woke up. They're so tired from the whole work week. They get wasted um, before the show. And then they go to a 10 o'clock show. They're tired. They're drunk. It's just not the best place. It's, even I'm not my best. Like, you know, we flew into Vegas on Friday and we got in. It was so much fun. The Mirage, like, treats me like a queen i got this amazing sweet it was meal uh, me meal me a meal <laughs> andrew anya matt we all got there and um just hung out in my room and we're like throwing grapes in each other's mouths just like vegas like that's our version of vegas is like soberly like using my fruit tray as just such debaucherous fun and um and then Anya and I got to, like, spend alone time talking, which has been so great to bring a friend on the road and um, just s- send everyone away and be like, we have to do boy talk or whatever. And then I got ready for the show and was, like, jamming out to, like, such good tunes in my, like, Vegas suite, just, like, getting all pretty and, like... It's fun to get, take that process very slow sometimes. Curling my hair, just getting... Actually, blow-drying my hair. Whole other story. Doesn't matter. But... um And then we go to dinner. We had a dinner beforehand um, at 8 o'clock and then the show's – or at 7 o'clock and then the show's at 10. We went to this dinner at the best time of this dinner. And also, can I just say I'm obsessed with this song by Glass Animals called Heat Waves. It's like the new – it's like the number one song on Spotify. Um, And I only know it because Taylor Swift put it in one of her TikToks. And it's just really, really good. And so I was just – And, uh, you know, with me, I just listen to a song until it makes me sick. I binge it just like everything. Like I just, you know, I either I'm always into eating one certain type of food and I want it for every meal and like deviating from it makes me go like, no, you know, and then I get sick of that food and then I move on to another food that I get obsessed with. And I'm the same way with music and um, pretty much everything in my life. But Glass Animals Heatwaves is dope. So I'm listening to that. And then um, we go to dinner. And we had the best dinner. We were like, I mean, we were talking a lot about 9 11. <laughs> because Emil and I are 9 11 heads. And Noah, we were talking about, um, well, we didn't get into it, but I, it just reminded me of our show, You Up, where mm-hmm. we were talking about 9 11. I think it was like on, it was maybe around an anniversary uh, when our serious oh. show. Yeah. And Jen. <laughs> Jen, our beloved uh, co-producer assistant, um, who is often on air, I went around the room and just asked everyone, like, because I'm obsessed with 9-11 in a way that I know, like, a lot of facts about it that I just thought everyone knew. And she's young, by the way. How old is Jen?
6: Jen is in, uh, at that time, she was in her mid-20s.
4: Okay. So she was in her mid-20s. And so when when 9-11 happened, she was fairly young. Like, yeah, she was probably in middle school, probably early middle school, maybe fifth grade. Um, I asked everyone how many people perished in 9-11. Like, you know, not later on from, you know, uh, inhaling the stuff. Yes, and depression and all the stuff. But like that day, how many people did we lose? We went around the room and it got to Jen. Oh, we wrote on paper, that's right, so we didn't influence each other. Jen- Sweet, sweet Jen wrote down one million people. Oh, Jen. And that was so funny to me because that, if that was the number, I mean, that would be, I mean, nine couldn't have been any bigger except in Jen, Jen Daniels' world in her mind. And she did the thing that something killed one million people when really, I mean, like, it's, uh, what what there it reminds me of a Sarah Silverman joke where she was like talking about uh the holocaust with her niece that's like the worst it reminds me of a joke of well, sarah silverman she does a lot of holocaust jokes but she does them very i think they're just really smart jokes but it was like something like my niece said uh uh so, oh yeah i remember it now my niece and i were talking about the holocaust and my my niece said you know aunt sarah 60 million jews died in the holocaust and i said actually it's it's six million and she and my niece who's like she was like eight or something she goes i mean yeah but like it's what's what's the difference you know and and sarah goes well 60 million is unforgivable (laughs) i mean now i look back on it i'm not that i'm not that big of a fan of it (laughs) <laughs> but uh, just the the way Sarah delivers those jokes always gets me. One of my favorites that I quoted the other day to Andrew was she was talking about, you know, Sarah, I think, doesn't do this character much anymore because it got her in so much trouble. But she used to play like a character in her stand up that was really stupid and like naive. And I like would say things from a kind of racist perspective, but just being too stupid to know that it's wrong, you know, And now she can't really do that character anymore because people are like, what's the difference between you saying that and the character? And it's like, well, the difference is she's playing a character, even though she's bringing brought on stage as Sarah Silverman. The joke is that this person delivering the joke is stupid. You're stupid if you don't understand that. And I don't understand why she can't get away with that. Yet writers on Veep can write the most racist. I mean, Veep is my favorite show, but the, the jokes on that show, if anyone told them as a comedian on stage, you would be canceled like 90% of their jokes. Yet we don't go to those writers and say, you get to have to lose your job because you wrote that joke because it's for a character. So what's the difference? Um, I'll tell you the difference. Sarah Silverman's joke is unforgivable. Uh, Callback. Okay, so. <laughs> but her joke that I told Andrew the other day was, and it always, this joke made me, where I was just like, oh, that's that's the level of which I want to work at. Um. She was thinking. She was talking about. um, She saw one of those commercials where the kid is in Africa, is starving, and they're you know flies buzzing around their head, and it's like for a dollar a day you can, you know, save. And oh, on her Sarah Silverman program, I remember she was like she was taping dollars to the screen so that she didn't have to see the horror (laughs) that this commercial was. But the joke was, she was like, and it just moved me so much that I wanted to do more. So I found a way to ship to them 50 like beautiful J Crew cowl neck sweaters that were just like she just you know she's coming from the perspective of like what would she want you know she's a selfish person and so she goes but here's the joke she was like and they're in really fun colors I loved that line she's like really fun colors and then she goes and you guys I got back a letter that said thank you so much for these sweaters They were
6: delicious.
4: (laughs) And that's the line that kills me because the whole premise is funny. And then you go, is there going to be a good payoff? And there is. Um, I digress. We went to dinner talking about 9-11 and then we all ate too much and we're just like, we have a show. And then we had a show at 10 and it ended up being really fun, but we were all like a little sluggish from dinner and traveling all day and working all week. But then, man... Um and I didn't love my set to be honest with you. I uh it ended weirdly. I just kind of ran out of steam. I could tell the audience ran out of steam. I knew we had a dance to do. I bring out Andrew and Anya to come do a dance and I just like I didn't there was no joke that was going to be short enough to get a good applause to be like thank you good night. So I was just like guys We have a dance. Come on out. It was just like very anticlimactic, like not my best work. However, I did a whole uh, hundred hour and 20 something minutes of material before then. But I know from my studies of reading a thirds of books that people remember the first thing, the last thing, the thing that made them and the thing that made them the most uncomfortable. Like they don't usually remember the thing that made them happiest. Because the sur- survival technique, you don't really need to remember what's happy because you'll you'll remember that naturally. Like if a plant tastes good, you'll be like, oh, let's go back to that plant. You'll be back there the next day. But if something is negative, you really need to remember that to avoid it. So it's like kind of survival. So when you go to a show, that's why you never remember the funniest jokes. You always remember like, oh, that one bombed. Or And you remember the first joke and the last joke. Those are always the things. So I ended poorly. So I was like, Fuck. They're going to hate me. I went backstage. I needed to be alone afterwards because I was just like, that wasn't my best. And I feel like they're going to be mad at me. You know, I have a little bit of um, runoff uh, anxiety from some reviews I got early on in my tour. And that weren't wrong. You know, I was smoking a lot of pot and dealing with coming back to work after being off work for a while. So it all checks out. Those people had reason to be not that happy. But I thought I did my best. That's all I can say. Um, but after this show, I was just like, oh, no, this kind of felt not good. I'm going to hear about it. And then I went to the meet and greet. And I'm not in the mood to do the meet and greet because I have to face these people who just saw this performance that I'm not that proud of. But I have to say, like, everyone was so nice and was like, that show was amazing. And all the DMs I got were so nice. So I, I'm i back to not trusting my own self on these things. And I really want to trust uh, the crowd and um, especially the besties. I mean... So many came out to the shows. Shout out to Nikki, who gave us two T-shirts at the Seattle shows. You also wrote me a card, Nikki, and I left it in my – Cards are hard for me to read because it's a lot of like – I just don't feel like I deserve them. So I always like store them away and then I lose them. But it's not because I don't like care that you wrote the card. It's just like I – it's, it's too much for me, and I want, I want you to write cards to me because I even think if things go unread, you still get your feelings out, so don't hesitate in writing me letters, and sometimes I do read them. I left it in my Seattle hotel room, and I almost turned around, but we were running late, so thank you, Nikki, for those shirts, and thank you to all the besties who came out and just made me feel great, but after Vegas, man, Seattle were the best shows I've maybe ever done, and then Oregon, too, was an outdoor amphitheater. I called it Red Rocks Light. Because it was up in the hills of in Oregon in Southern Oregon. Um, and I was, oh man, I had a I was in a bad mood. I had I had a couple mood slips this weekend that I'm not proud of and I owe some apologies that I'm gonna ship off today via email because it's easier for me to apologize in writing than it is sometimes face to face. but I was a little bit moody this weekend and not proud of that. but man, the shows felt so good. What I was gonna say, is that in Vegas, I think the problem was my outfit. And and I was only doing that outfit because it was Vegas. And because in Seattle, I wore jean shorts and a turtleneck. And I looked really, I felt sexy. But I also felt really comfortable because I was in shorts and like looked cool. I mean, honestly, I was kind of doing a Sarah Silverman look because she likes to wear shorts with like tights. I wasn't wearing tights, but in boots. I think that's my new stage look. Because I got off stage and I go, okay, that's the special because if you don't know, I've been like really worried about my special that I'm taping in November and being like, what am I even saying? Is it funny enough? I finally know what I'm saying. I have a message for it. It's going to, whether or not people think it's funny, which it is, because that's just, it is. I I know if something's, I know when I'm not getting laughs. So it is funny. But what it really is, is going to make men feel better about having a penis that they don't love and it's going to teach women um how to possibly like uh respect themselves more in terms of like their sex lives and i have to figure it out how i'm going to do it but i think at the end of this like man it feels good to have like i felt like in 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 Oregon i gave a i i made everyone in the crowd feel better about who they were. And I also made it funny. So, you know, I did what I do on this podcast or what I've heard I do on this podcast for people. Um, And sometimes I'm not funny on this podcast, but um, I was able to make those same messages funny. So I'm really, I'm really, I'm finally excited. I walked off stage in Seattle and I go, that's it. I got it. And then it, by the time in Oregon, it was great. So St. Louis show this weekend. I'm in town all weekend. I'm so excited. I have so much more to talk to you about. Let's do it with Andrew. Let's get him in here. Andrew! fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in L.A. and now they're all over the country. 150 cities in Canada, the U.S. and the U.K. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's Freaking good. What up, Andrew?
3: Paul McCartney.
4: I mean, I just went to, I was telling Noah, I just went to Starbucks and was sitting there waiting for our stuff. And I saw a guy that the guy, one of the guys' baristas looks, especially with the mask on, identical to John Mullaney.
3: Did he sound like him?
4: He kind of did, actually. But I I was trying to film him and and I go in there all the time so I know that someone in there is going to follow me and see that I did that. And I hope I don't get in trouble. But I didn't say anything bad. John Mulaney is a good looking guy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, then it was the old woman that looks like Paul McCartney.
4: Yeah. Did you see it?
3: I did. And she looks exactly like Paul McCartney. I mean,
4: exactly. I mean, like in Paul fairness,
3: McCartney. every old woman looks like Paul McCartney.
4: Not like I <laughs> not mean, like
3: that. That was exactly. The, you that know,
4: was... the, uh, Paul McCartney is a gorgeous man <laughs> or older woman.
3: He looks like an old like cat now, right? He's kind of like a cat. You can't going. you
4: can't not look a little bit not great when you're old. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I love the way he looks like I've been actually trying to find um, this. I'm really into <laughs> I'm really into. Yeah. Whatever serum he's using. He's vegan. I love that about him. I um, I've been I've been like kind of a shopaholic recently, especially with the new video that we have going on. I'm trying to get uh, acquire a lot of new shirts and things to wear on this and like just fun stuff. And I was th- talking to someone about what I like to wear and why I, what fashion is to me or whatever. And I just want, what I is fashion w- to you? Fashion to me is <laughs> yeah, being able to wear things that you, that make you happy that make, because honestly, like if you're comfortable and I don't mean like pajamas because well.
3: So, some people like pajamas sure, every day
4: but like yeah. comfort in terms of like I because I always, I always get kind of annoyed when girls are like I wear makeup for me and I'm like it is the patriarchy why you wear makeup don't say it's for you you're, you're still trying to achieve a look that makes you feel good about yourself but the look is based on men yes. men's desires but that's okay it doesn't mean that you're trying to get men but you have to admit that it's it is based in that if, if you ask me but no one is, and I'm not an expert, so <laughs> feel free to write in the comments why I'm wrong. I won't read them. Um, but I think I realized I like wearing things, first of all, that get compliments from other girls. I don't really care what guys think. I know what guys like, tight things that show my boobs and have holes in them. <laughs> that's what guys like. <laughs> if you, if you, Noah, if you ever wear something that's a little bit short or, like, sexy... Guys are gonna compliment it. It doesn't no matter what it is. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It can yeah. be a, you know, garbage bag. We
3: don't care if it's Valentino as long as it has a hole in it where I can. Put or, my Valentino.
4: Penis. Yeah. Huh? or Valentino. Yeah. Or
3: Valentino. Yeah, yeah. Both or, of them.
4: Valentino is the T J Maxx <laughs> brand of Val- Valentino.
3: It's the Ferraro of Ferraris.
4: <laughs> I'll never forget a dateline episode <laughs> where they were talking about, you know, counterfeit uh electronics. And there was in Times Square, you know, like a store yeah. that sold it. And there was a VCR. I mean, this is in the 90s. And they were like, this VCR, you think says Panasonic, but what it does say is Panasonic. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that there's an extra A in it Panasonic. <laughs> so, um,
3: did it work though? My, i wonder
4: i'm sure it works a little bit you yeah, know yeah, like yeah, any f- knockoff yeah. thing like um, our tv
3: that we got for 38 dollars.
4: no our tv is great there's something <laughs> glitchy about it but it's worth 38 dollars. should we talk then. about
3: the family whose accounts we use okay oh never mind poor, poor scott, scott.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so we got this tv from goodwill that my mom found gigantic tv generally costs 1200 dollars something like probably, that probably yeah maybe more my mom got it for like 40 bucks. TVs,
3: oh, yeah, yeah, are way cheaper now. It's unbelievable. I, uh, they, I bought a 27 inch flat screen 20, 15 years ago, $2,000.
4: I know. It's, it's computers too. Like, you used to buy a computer, it'd be like $10,000 <laughs> for this thing that would take up <laughs> half of your den.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you could show it off.
4: I mean, it's what you had to do. We didn't know any better. So, so
3: we bought the TV. And, but yeah. on
4: the TV, the smart TV are loaded all of the Netflix, HBO, Max, all these accounts that we're just not logging out of out of laziness because I honestly...
3: <laughs> we I, all have them, we, too. It, we have them.
4: We have all of these. We're paying for all of these accounts, but we log, we log into theirs because they're just there. And they're like families. It's Scott, Bethany. <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. Um, but Scott, his parents probably have a lot of questions for what he's been watching on HBO Max this I I imagine it's a seven-year-old boy and his parents are like (laughs) Uh, he likes watching scenes from a marriage like our son needs to be going to art school
3: this kid's in rehab or is in uh, therapy because of our he search. saw the white
4: white lotus he, it picks it right back up but white lotus where that guy's getting in, his ass eaten oh Scott just tunes in like Scott. what's white lotus
3: Scott's like I, usually I watch cartoons
4: and sometimes I watch white lotus get ass eaten yeah I mean like, that what's is what's
3: happening Scott oh they have a sit down it's just you oh. know
4: putting in your password I have so many passwords floating Around, I don't want to make a new one. Yes. I, I wanted to write a joke about this for a while, but whenever I write a new password, I'm like, I don't want to get, I don't want to have to come up with like a my dead dog's name, and then they're like, no, you need, you need a punctuation. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to be excited about my dead dog,
3: now. <laughs> Speedo. <laughs> I guess you guys got to use a question mark there, you Speedo. Didn't, you did but then know you're calling for your Speedo dog. Speedo
4: was my. Old dog's name. I
3: just copied what you just said. But, yeah, but it isn't. You asked me
4: the other day. You were like, "What's it, what was that dog's name?" And I said, "Speedo." What but do you I, think about that?
3: I, I like it. It's
4: a great name. We were on the way to swim. swim I mean, breakfast. I just
3: see a, a nice package. Like I see the dog wearing a speedo and his speedo little... was a
4: brand of swimsuit. But that that is almost like Kleenex and that men's men's underwear like swimsuits have now just be called are their oh, speedos, okay. even Got though you. it's like really bath tissue or whatever they call it
3: but i I, it is funny like anything that if you did a question mark it'd be like you're calling out to your dead dog speedo are you there or you know what i mean like and then a period you're not giving it enough for a dead dog i
4: just thought it was a funny line to go i don't want to get excited (laughs) about my dead dog and i was always wanting to write a joke it is a good line yeah um What was, oh, so what fashion to me, and we talk about this a lot because we are just purely, like, you just look at us and you think fashion. I'm wearing a Whitney Cummings shirt, by the way, that she, I go over to Whitney Cummings, she does a podcast where she's on video and she has a a wardrobe closet that she goes into and when you come over to her house, she's like, do you want to wear something from this? Take whatever you want. And um, at one point she was like, you can have so many things. I never wore this because it's just not me, but I just. uh, Why
3: isn't that you, though? Because the
4: It's just like it makes me feel like I'm too like it makes me feel dressed up, and it makes me feel like I have to do the rest of my like my hair should be dressed up, then my makeup should be on my my whole outfit needs to match how cute this thing Mm -hmm. is. When really I can't wear this with like biker shorts, and it's it's busy and it's not um it just doesn't suit the cut doesn't suit me. I have like broad shoulders. I tend to like to it's it's just not. But I like it. It looks good. I put it on. I like it. Yeah,
3: I think it looks Um,
4: cool what I was going to say is I'm trying to accrue a bunch of um, shirts and I was thinking the thing that I like about what I want to wear from now on. And I know it makes me a child is just, I want to wear things on my shirt that I care about. I want vegan messaging. I want um, Taylor Swift. I want artists. I like, I want cool like vintage shirts that have, that can spark up a conversation with people who like those things too. So I was looking into vegan shirts because there's, a lot of them are so annoying.
3: Yeah, I'm sure. Like
4: most people hate vegans, and you don't want to be like vegan AF or like. Yeah, it's, don't it's, talk it's, to me till I've wine had o'clock. my satan.
3: Yeah, it's like the wine o'clock of vegetables.
4: <laughs> yeah, and, and vegans think they're better than everyone because we are, <laughs> and um, and because we're right, and we people hate it. And I saw some like on Etsy. If you type in like, I was typing in pita like vintage, like maybe vintage pita shirts or something would be cool. And it was, like, people eating terrific animals. It was just, like, kah! Mm-hmm. Like, anyone who... Vegan can be kah, but mostly meat-eating, like, anti-vegan stuff is some of the kuh stuff. Any
3: ever. any extreme on either side. But you is.
4: know the one I like that I think sends a good message and is is, like, it gets people thinking. Like, no shirt is gonna make someone vegan. I realize that, but why not try to get someone... It takes nudges. Like, for me to become vegan... It took like a lot of messaging. It wasn't one thing I saw and I'm like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Although if you wanna go vegan, there is one movie you can watch and it will make you vegan. I have never seen it, but it's called Dominion. And if you really need that extra push over the ledge, without question that one.
3: Why it shows how these t-shirts are made? it shows, it shows like, the creative process
4: yeah it's just footage of a bunch of uh hipster vegans in williamsburg at a coffee shop sitting over a table and, we like, eat
3: meat in the janitor's office and don't tell anyone
4: Yeah, sitting over a laptop going wait i think it would be better with this fa- like um no the one that i really like and tell me what what do you think about it well, this one is is very popular, but I want to make my own. Okay. It says eating animals is weird. Is usually what the thing says. Yeah. So that's one which I, like I think that. is interesting because it's like people don't even think about it like, oh, that is kind of weird to like eat animals. And maybe it's not weird because they're like we're carnivores and we should and we hunt and that's but I think um the thing I would want to change it to, which I think would get people a little bit angry and wanting to be like what does that mean? Eating animals is gross See, because if you say gross, people are gonna go. That is a judgment on them mm-hmm. more than weird. Because some people like being weird. Keep keep Austin weird. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but gross will make people go. No, I'm not. What do you mean by that? They'll get mean-
3: defensive and then they'll eat more meat. I I I think weird is good because it 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 it. nudge like you said it's a nudge and i know sometimes it's Uh, i want to you want to do more than a nudge you want to put it down their fucking throat be like put an asparagus down their throat yeah but i i like last night i watched or i was on the airplane i was watching this video there's this quarterback who plays for the chicago bears right and he played for ohio state buckeyes and uh in Georgia, whatever this guy Justin Fields, and he did a thirty day like cleanse where he stopped eating meat. He started eating vegetables. He started drinking this like kind of weird like drink that you know smells like urine, and he started to feel better. And he lost like twenty pounds from it. And he was just supposed to be for thirty days, but now he's doing yeah. it forever. He's made it his lifestyle. His and that's and that's well, who he it's, is now. It's we'll no, no, see no, if it's but, forever. But, but but my point is is that like that was a nudge where it wasn't like. F- fuck you for eating meat it was more like oh here's the benefits for me for vegetables that's all i'm saying i get that and i just thought it was like interesting to watch it because that
4: makes me think uh like eating disorder stuff so i don't i don't tend to like want to appeal to people's weight loss and like
3: no but it wasn't about weight loss it was about feeling healthier
4: well i think you'll feel better if you aren't contributing to animals being hurt I think that could, should give you enough of a. But sense don't you of,
3: see how that could be a a nice thing for or a way for people to yes. see it without feeling like.
4: But what do I say you for that? Meat? Do I do I go? There is a guy that used to play for Georgia. He also plays for Alabama sometimes. <laughs> no, no, Ohio State. At, uh, Ohio State. Yeah. Way his off. I think his name is Justin Fields. Yes. He w- always used to eat meat. Then one time he went yes. on a cleanse. And yes. So this is the whole scripture <laughs> yes. on my shirt. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to think of what back, to put on the shirt. On the
3: back, it says he got drafted by the Bears. He ran a four-three. Okay, what, what about this shirt? What about this shirt?
4: So eating animals is weird. I'll get that shirt because I think that is that's interesting. You're right. It's a nudge. What about um, uh, one? I always love this one where it's uh, uh, like a, a an animal's face, but half of the animal is a dog, the other half is a cow, and it says no difference.
3: I like that. I like that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, but then you're gonna have friends,
4: not food, and it's a bunch of animals that we eat.
3: I think you could go, and it's the friends uh, logo, like
4: for humor
3: reasons. You could go like that. Fuck you, you fucking fuck.
4: I want to tell you the one I got that I do love. You tell me what you think about this one, Andrew. This one.
3: What if you like to cook your uh, cook your broccoli in conservative tears or something like that? You know what I mean?
7: <laughs> yes. yeah. I, 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 no, I marinate I wanna...
3: my broccoli and conservative tears. I'm not trying tears. to get Trump
4: voters to go vegan. That's the last. Th- they're, they're they're lost.
3: I you? want to. This I love this shirt. Just it's, it's so a regular good. shirt.
4: I mean, it's a cool design, right?
3: I love a black t-shirt with colorful colors. Like I with mean,
4: it's, uh, it, it almost looks Miami, Miami Vice. Like, it's Miami Vice, like pink and blue, like our background here. Yes. What does it say?
3: I want to f you tonight.
4: So, what is it? What do you think it means, vegan wise?
3: Um, this is a vegan shirt? Yeah. I want to, hmm.
4: It says, I want to F you tonight. F uh, you tonight.
3: Yeah, I just thought it was a cool shirt. <laughs>
2: How
4: long is this going to take him to figure out?
3: I want to F you. Wait,
4: Noah, can you get it uh, without seeing the shirt? Is I a- want, it says, I want, and then to, and then F you tonight.
6: And it's a, like the letter U? Yeah. F, letter U. Oh, Duh. <laughs> I mean, I can't even figure that part out. No, no, no. What hey. do you think it is?
4: <laughs> Wait, hold, hold on. Let me show it to you, Noah.
3: Yeah, hold it up to the thing. Oh. I want, I want to F you tonight and it's vegan. How would anyone know that's vegan? I don't think. I want to oh. fool you. Uh, to you know
4: it, Noah? I don't want people to think I'm trying to get laid tonight. It's a vegan message. I want tofu tonight. Um, oh. That's why F-foo. I love it. It's sex and. Rock and roll. And, and No, no. <laughs>
3: and vegan. Yeah. I, I don't think people. I don't. I don't. It'd be. I would say one out of 20 people tops would come up to you and go tofu. Maybe one in a hundred.
4: Well, I mean, I guess if people are thinking I'm wearing a shirt that says I want to F you tonight. Yeah. Like that's hilarious too. <laughs> Because who would wear that?
3: Well, and then you go home with them and go, look, I'm going to fuck you if you don't eat meat. Yeah. So it works either way. I go
4: over to their place and I'm like, where's the tofu? And they're like, what? And I'm like.
3: What? And, th- and then, yeah.
4: And then, then they, they tell get you. soft and their dick looks like tofu. I'm like, I want extra firm. <laughs> All right, let's get to the news.
3: Apparently, here it comes. You
4: heard it here first. You heard it here
3: first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Hope you had all the swells this weekend. We sure did. We traveled a lot. We saw a lot. We saw a lot of Pacific Northwest. And boy, are we happy to be back in the Midwest. But I love at-
4: that Pacific Northwest oh. air.
3: Ooh. Woo, a lot of air. A lot of air up there. Uh, moisture.
4: Just like feels cool and moist.
3: Yeah, like, like tofu.
4: Like tofu. Like 2FU. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All
3: right. First story. Here we go. Here it goes. Go time. A woman slams a nightclub in Manchester for not letting women in if they don't wear high heels.
4: Oh, um, that's for- w- what is this club trying to do? <laughs> Why they're trying to get in? What, I mean.
3: People and and you I know, get, she's I, mad. I bet this
4: girl was just not dressed up enough in general, and they maybe just pointed at that. Like it's it says no, no high heels, no. Well, there shirt. was no,
3: there was no. Uh, it said dress, um, bottle whatever, service, like nice. What I forget exactly yeah. what they said, yes, but God. they didn't say. You know, high heels specifically, and this person showed up in sandals or flats, and they're like, "Now get out of here." I'm
4: guessing it's just like she was just dressed, not like. Oh wait, let's see what she was wearing. And it's so funny because the picture that we're seeing, what is she's standing around men who are all in sneakers? Yes, and that's what I was looking at the footage. I think Noah, that might a- be
6: the the girlfriends
4: in sneakers.
6: Yeah, so some of her girlfriends were in sandals, flat sandals, and sneakers, but her critique on her TikTok video is that the club let in men with sneakers or something.
4: So she and her friends didn't get in because they all were wearing not heels.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. Um, Yeah, it's such bullshit uh, and... You know, it's like, why would you want to go to that club anyway? Because it's probably, but but maybe it's it has good drink specials, and you're meeting someone there. It, you should be able to go anywhere in whatever shoes you want. It's just you have to wear shoes, yeah, or uh. you can't wear those ones that have like that look like the socks with the toes.
3: If you're insanely hot too, with these clubs, they don't care. Like they're like, oh, you're showing your tits, oh, but your shoes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm not saying that she's not attractive. I think I saw no, something like- over that she was attractive, but I'm saying like these clubs they tend to depending on how there rich you dress are depending codes in
4: places what about places where you walk in and they make you go get a sports jacket or they like make yeah. you wear a tie or something like it's so stupid but you know i'm
3: no backwards hats no flat brim sure. hats no long shorts no
4: no bald men apparently is what they're saying
3: yeah, there. yeah no, bol- <laughs> no no guys no who are bald. insecure
4: about being bald <laughs> um yeah i i mean this this got me thinking because I was looking at v- v- photos. I was looking at photos from this weekend, and like it's just so funny to see me and Anya in like these sparkly like outfits with heels on and our hair and makeup, and Andrew's wearing a sweatshirt from Hanes and jeans and and <laughs> dirty sneakers, and it's just like where what like how like isn't there a middle ground for you and there's not because that's just who you are and you get to i like that you dress how you want and you look and you look good and comfortable but it's just like women's fashion is so punishing and i was just saying this to noah like the reason i had fun in seattle yes. was so much about what i was wearing i was wearing boots that weren't too heeled i was wearing jean shorts i was wearing a, a, a really like covering um shirt with like a a turtleneck that had like a a hole in the so you could see my tits in the front so god forbid no bra no bra i'm going no bra all the time because it's just like bras always get in the way the straps always showing why am i ashamed of my boobs like because it makes men like see my nipples like who cares like i i just don't they look good. They Sometimes they're in tip-top shape, and I just feel like, oh, I don't really need a bra tonight, and I just don't care. And I know – and you know what? <laughs> There's something to look at if you're bored with my yeah, set. Yeah. I know that's <laughs> wrong to say, but sometimes people zone out, and they want to look at some tits, and at <laughs> least I'm, I got some
3: – People talking afterwards like, what was your favorite joke? Yeah. Oh, Tits. The, I like the tits. first and last tit. <laughs>
4: yeah. um, I was saying before that you only remember the first and last thing of <laughs> someone said. Um, no, I. After the show, it's funny though because, ha- like wearing no bra, yeah. everyone know everyone's talking about it and thinking about it, whether or not they're talking about it. But unless unless you say something, no one's going to say something to you. This yes. is your friends. This is people you work with. Um, but after the show in Seattle, where I wasn't wearing a bra. I, uh, went, I was doing the meet and greet and a girl gave me a Taylor Swift journal and it really moved me. Like I was so excited because I just love anything Taylor Swift, but it's like this was in this really nice case and it was just beautiful. And I, I just finished my, uh, writing in my Taylor Swift journal I bought a a few months ago. So I was like, I need a new one anyway i was just moved by it and i was like oh my god and i said it really loud there's this whole line of people waiting and i go this just made my nipples harder than they already are and everyone laughed so hard because it was like mm-hmm. everyone knew yeah. everyone has already co- thought about my nipples everyone it's just like and that makes me feel sometimes i'm like i hate i hate when someone's thinking something about me that they think that i don't know about me which yeah. is that but what are you gonna do i don't know
3: I mean, and I, like you
4: just said no bra. It kind of annoyed me because it's like you you knew that and you like saw my nipples and it just like makes me feel weird because you're like my friend. And like it was it felt like that now I'm like, yeah, I should protect my friends by not showing my I nipples. I didn't say around anything
3: them. was bad about it.
4: I know. But it, the fact that you noticed means that you were just like, hey, he's not wearing a
3: bra. I wasn't like that at all. I was just saying you were saying your outfit. And I literally just mentioned that was part of your outfit. Was me, it not? To me, it wasn't.
4: To me, it was not part of my outfit at all.
3: Well, you're saying, well, it's the it's truth. It's an observation. Yeah. It's not. A, I'm not lying here. I'm telling you that you wore an outfit that. you said would never made be made of You note. feel comfortable. It
4: would never be of note to me that I wasn't wearing a bra as part. To me, bras are comfortable. Not wearing a bra is generally uncomfortable, except if my tits are like. Uh, but harder. it is of
3: notice of you because you just said so much about how the audience perceived your tits, how they didn't say anything about your tits until you said something about your tits. Obviously, you were thinking I, about. But it. when I was
4: describing the outfit, it didn't occur to me to say that. That's what I'll say. Okay, that's until you said that. But yes, th- that's. I, it's and kind I of did want to just squeeze is. them like this. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in Tokyo. Um, does I mean, anything,
6: like, does yeah. anything go through your mind when you're not wearing a bra and you're about to hug somebody?
4: No, that doesn't that doesn't cross my mind because generally you're hugging someone not shirtless. So they're not going to like feel, you know, like the fabric on them is going to protect you.
6: No, I don't think about that. Do you think about that? I do. Hmm. What do you I think? That the like...
3: guy's going to feel the boobs on him?
6: Well, for my boobs, usually my bras have some kind of like a uh, hardened cup. It's never like a, just like a, a, a fabric. Pad. Yeah, Right. Uh, uh, right. And um, so whenever like I've been wearing a bra less and less and whenever uh, like I'm about to hug a friend or anyone, right, I I have to do this hug where I'm just like touching with like my clavicle and like the rest of my body is away because I don't want Mm. them to feel Feel like my boobs.
4: Interesting. I've never thought about that.
3: I guess if I was wearing like umbros or like some kind of shorts where my balls well, and penis from a male prevalent. perspective
4: if you hugged a woman that you clearly wasn't wearing a bra would you like kind of try Can to feel tell? with your chest
3: uh, i don't think so although you know guys you know if, if a girl rubs their arm on your shoulder your tits on your shoulder you could feel it but it, that's not really where you're getting your nerve senses from mm, yeah so if it's on your chest i guess you could f- feel you it but it's, it not, like you... horny. it's yeah. not like corny. it's not like uh it's not like something that's going to arouse me i don't think although you could take notice of wow these are tits on my chest like probably because you're not used to feeling it potentially yeah
4: you know i feel like bras often make me feel more fem w- more like a woman than not wearing bras like because they push them up and they make them really like right now i'm wearing a bra that makes my boobs look huge because it's like it's not a um there's there's not padding in it but it's like almost like a it just has like a big cup like look that makes my boob look so big. <laughs> but if I just had on um, a bralette that is very yes. slinky, and like it would almost let them, now this is keeping them up because it's an underwire. So it's making them propped up, but if it was just a bralette, which would arguably be more sexy because there's less coverage, it would make it more so I had a flatter chest, and it makes me feel less feminine actually. This makes me feel like va-va-va-vu.
3: Va-va-va-vu. So why why decide why did you wear that bra then today?
4: Uh, because it was the only one in my drawer. Oh, <laughs> that I could that was like clean. <laughs> and yeah, just it's so weird. Do your boobs change sizes, Noah, uh, uh, in terms yeah. of the month, and like your nipples change and like everything? Not really that? my
6: nipples, just my like my boob size. It does yeah. increase a little bit closer to my period.
4: Yeah, mine get like they hurt and they get so swollen and like hard and they look great, but they're just like, oh, and then they deflate and you're like sad <laughs> and you like Damn miss it. them. They like go back to being the way they were.
3: I Yeah, I can't wear certain clothes because I'm Cause self-conscious nipples. about my nipples. Especially if I wore like a white see-through T-shirt, I, I that's all I'd be thinking. I couldn't do it. mm I wish i could but uh, you know one day one day yeah. at a time one nipple at a time all maybe right
4: try you ever think about wearing a bra the man's ear
3: <laughs> is that a thing that was on oh uh, yeah seinfeld but is that a like a real thing i'm sure i mean Do, have
4: you thought about getting a brush reduction no or nipple no
3: reduction? i'm fine with it now i'm honestly like I i think i'd be fine at this point maybe next show i'll wear like a see-through shirt <laughs> See my tits.
4: Like one of those burnout (laughs) shirts. Yeah. All Uh, right, next story.
3: Smell determines your Oh oh, I'm sorry. Pokemon.
4: (laughs) 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 I wanted I wanted the smell thing and then I was like, well, actually I bet the next story is going to be just as of interest to me and then it was Pokemon. I was like, Oh dear God. (laughs)
3: <laughs> do you want to do the smell
4: then? I kind of want smell. Yeah,
3: yeah. I thought I, I smell you. Okay, smell determines your overall health, triggers memories, and you can smell like vanilla or urine to different people. The old blue gold Wait, dress. You
4: can smell like vanilla. So the same smell. Some this, people smell Yanny. Yeah. Some people smell Laurel.
3: <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy?
4: Wait, I rem- my friend Laura hates the smell of popcorn because she thinks it smells like throw up, and that it actually is a common. Uh, thing that people are like popcorn smells like vomit interesting yeah um that's uh kind of
3: like yeah vanilla
4: I, is one of my favorite scents
3: and so is urine
4: that's true <laughs> and i eat a lot of vanilla like i put a lot of vanilla flavoring in thing every single coffee every single oh, yeah. meal i you make do love vanilla. so maybe my urine smells vanilla
3: well have you ever peed in the shower with a guy in there and he could smell your urine i got caught no, because I the can't. girl could smell it
4: yeah, that's right. And I was like,
3: no, it's
4: not. You could <laughs> see mine.
3: Oh, is it very yellow?
4: Yeah, generally, yeah. I don't Wait, drink enough water. A lot water. of vitamins. No, no I, I don't drink good. enough water. Oh. I think it's a hydration problem. But um, <laughs> that's interesting. I've never heard that one before. What's your favorite smell? Like, mm. w- w- you know, one that you're like.
3: I love a fresh cut, like a uh, rain on gr- after rain. On fresh, fresh cut fresh, rain. Fresh cut rain on grass. <laughs> fresh grass off rain.
4: Yeah, okay. No, I
3: love the smell of like after uh, after raining, like after a thunderstorm. That mm-hmm. smell, I like the smell of fresh cut grass. Mhm. Um, and I love the smell of like fresh cookies. There used to out be a Gap oven. scent
4: in the 90s called Grass, and it was so good. I want to try to find that. I bet there's some
3: Abercrombie Woods.
4: Oh yeah. Uh Noah, do you have any favorite smells that are like, you know, not typically like not like uh, you know perfumes or anything but like
6: um i really love the like the smell of the ocean like seaweed has this very like particular smell it's it's kind of like i don't know almost rotten smell but yeah, i love it but you like it
4: it's
3: yeah. interesting you it say the rotten reminds thing. you
6: of the ocean probably if if what sorry i didn't hear no
3: the rotten thing isn't because i like to smell like a locker room mm can get like a mildewy, like rotten smell because you and associate it yeah, with like a fun, childhood fun yeah, football. Rape. Justin Fields, he played for Ohio State, you know that. Oh
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, also <laughs> uh, Charleston. What was the other one? Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah,
3: but yeah, I like that smell, and it smells like shit. Like to some people, it's, you know. Do I you love like a anything? permanent marker. Oh yeah.
4: Oh like, yeah, like an Expo marker. Oh. But after a little bit I was right I was journaling with Sharpies cuz they just I just love the feel of them and they were starting to give me a headache once so I I was like oh I'm probably getting high off this <laughs> you know rubber cement that like glue Yes. that was a great smell um, I love gasoline. gasoline I liked I don't like yes. gasoline What the hell People Andrew. love gasoline I knew I, I knew Noah liked
6: gasoline I didn't know you did
3: Yeah I love gasoline
4: I, I like love a um, dog
6: in a um, whenever we go to the gas station I just like stick my head out the window and just go
4: you say dog, and my friend Kirsten loves her dog's paws and says they smell like banana bread or something like that. <laughs> like the smell of a dog's paws often... Or maybe someone online said that it smells like that. How
3: much do you think of smell, though, during the day? I don't... I I think we've talked about it before. You're not a big smell person. Like, I don't...
4: I didn't like- know that I wasn't a big smell person until I caught COVID uh, long oh, yeah. ago, and my smell went away. And I thought I thought that would be the worst side effect of... Co- For me, that was... I didn't really get any other symptoms, but I lost my sense of taste and smell, and um, I thought it was going to be devastating because of how much I love food, and I realized that I did not miss it because I still liked all the same things. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm going to eat healthier now, or I'm going to eat these things that I'm usually scared to because I can't taste. I love consistency and like creaminess, and so... You know, my favorite foods are really about consistency more than taste for mm-hmm. me. I, I i i was, I was blown away that I wasn't as affected by the smell thing. Although I did miss like smelling my um, underwear to see if they were like clean or not, <laughs> or I did miss like body wash in the shower and just being like, oh, I'm getting so clean. Yeah, that yeah. eucalyptus uh, nécessaire nece- that I use that a lot of people got after I did a haul on this show, um, and I, yeah, I miss I missed that, but no, I just, I, I'm all about crunch and like smoothness when it comes to taste.
3: Well, they say that, um, with smell, the, the vanilla versus urine, it's if you smell androstenone. Androstenone, like if you're like, there's certain things that certain people like.
4: Yeah. There's certain they receptors that they yeah. can smell things that other people can't.
3: And if you can't smell that well, there are diseases that are like.
4: More common that yeah, you're gonna
3: depression, get. Depression, schizophrenia, Parkinson's disease. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: No, I'm a, I'm a I, I have a good sense of smell. I just yeah. don't need it as much as I thought I did. Um, but there was Do- this one dogs time Dogs could
3: smell COVID in you now.
4: I know, I heard that.
3: Fucking wild.
4: I um that is that's ironic too, you know, because you lose it with COVID. Yeah. But um there was one time I bought a uh armoire uh, or a credenza sorry from fucking cb2 or something anya bought it for me she was at the store and she was like do you like this and i was like yes get it i mean she i purchased it with my money but she would like sent me a picture and i'm insecure about like picking out furniture and think i have bad taste and i was like do you like it she was like i love it i go then yes i'm gonna get it (laughs) it arrived at our place and i opened the cabinet and ever i miss it so much because and this is a weird one it smelled it's the only time i've ever smelled the smell since Exactly like the psych ward I was in when I got admitted when I was, you know, 18. I was in a psych ward for like, I don't know, I don't even know how long it was. Some people think it was a week, some people said it was a month. I don't remember, I don't even remember. Um, which is really funny because I was reading that September 11th article that Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with in The Atlantic, and they were talking about how each person remembers something of how long this girlfriend stayed with the family of the guy who died. She was dating the guy who died in the towers and she stayed with his family cause her family. Oh, was, like
3: after the fact. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And some of them thought she stayed for six months. She thought she stayed for a week. Others thought she stayed for a month. Like it was all over the fucking map. So, um, but anyway, this cabinet smelled exactly like that hospital and I've never smelled it before or since, but it was actually like, it just brought me back to it in a. There were some good things that happened in that hospital for me that I was just that only I witnessed, only mm-hmm. I will ever. I'm not. I don't. I'm not friends with anyone that I met in there, even though I made friends. And so it's just almost like this. It's almost like a thing that's dead. Like I got to remember a, a thing that died to me. Whoa, it's really cool. But then I sold it, so I got to find that again. I wonder what it was.
3: It's interesting that you say that because, like, how do you know when people go on the stand and they're like, "Where were you on Tuesday, January?" It just makes me think, like if they like went through something crazy, like they're not gonna even. They could put a. Like, oh, memory is completely yeah.
4: unreliable. Have you seen? Have you heard of like how they'll have a, a mock like, uh, they'll have a bunch of witnesses witness a um a robbery, a woman's purse gets snatched, oh, but they'll set it up and then they interview everyone of what they saw and every. It's like people think for sure that they remember things correctly, and they don't. So whenever we get in a fight, where I'm like, I know it's that. I'm always in the back of my head like, no, you don't. You could be totally wrong. So and I'm like,
3: she needs to go to a psych ward.
4: That's I... <laughs> Get in that cabinet. Get in that credenza. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with Why Do I Care?
0: Hacks is back for season three. And so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series.
7: with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so
4: excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips and I always like how do you even go to these shows where are they happening well now I know because I have the information right here you can go to one of these shows Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country this isn't like a comedy club this isn't a theater these are small unique venues like on rooftops backyards art galleries if you're looking for a fun night out in your town which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country 150 cities in Canada the US and the UK don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're gonna see amazing new comedians. You're gonna see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online, be a part of the experience live in person. And do it on me, guys. Get tickets at don'telcomedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off, that's freaking good. what to do get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q u i n c quince.com slash nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash nikki all right why do i care i'm guessing this is going to be related to the emmys
3: no no. oh really the
4: emmys came and went and i did not even know well we
3: had a show i know we had a show that
4: night but still
3: I know. It may, I thought about that. I was like, everyone at the show didn't watch the Emmys, and so I liked them more.
4: Not <laughs> only did not everyone at the show not watch the Emmys, no one watched the Emmys.
3: Oh, do you have to do Why Do I Care? Yeah, she does. Sorry, Why no. do
4: I care? Okay. Why do I care? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at the Emmys, no, no. Chelsea Handler.
4: Oh, I know. She's dating <laughs> Joe Coy. Everybody get up. Everybody up. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for her and him.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't know them at all, so I, I can't. I saw you know this them last night, bit. and I was
4: like, holy shit.
3: Does it make sense to you?
4: No. Oh. Oh no (laughs) read what she said though i I know uh, yeah i know what she said (laughs) she was like i just am taking this moment she looks beautiful in this picture she posted on instagram i'm taking this moment to reflect on how important everyone is in my life and how many amazing people i have in my life and i also want to say that i am in love and the
3: best kind of guy there is yeah there's hope for everyone that kind of stuff
4: oh it, it honestly gave me hope i'm like chelsea was so um you know, what's the word for it? Uh, Cynical about love and, and yeah, jaded when it came to finding a partner and just, you know, it dated guys in the past, but she never really, I mean, just based on reading that one, the, her latest book was just like, it's not for me. And, uh, I might not ever find it. And I don't even know that I'm like looking for it. She just seemed like over it and not needing it, which is exactly how I've been feeling recently of like, my life is pretty fucking good without, uh partner I I mean unless someone is truly incredible Mm -hmm. and making my life so much better I just don't need it like there's I'm not waiting for my life to take off when I find a partner like it's already taken off I if I die tomorrow no one would be like Nikki never had a love yeah no one would say that honestly I don't think anyone would be Nikki never had a husband or one true love and I when I realized that I was like yeah, that's it's not a part of my life that's really people are like poor Nikki. i mean at least i don't think they are and if they are it's always inspired by me being like i want a boyfriend but I, i'm not saying that shit anymore because i don't feel it but chelsea and joe coy she's known him since 2005 yeah. he was on our yeah. tv show on the panel night after night i mean he was one of the fixtures of it that's when i was going with him on the road and he was coying he was one of her <laughs> most popular panelists and that's why he was able to coy and and have fans is because she put him on Chelsea lately she would always tease him and they were like i think he was maybe even married at the time um but she was you know she would do the deadpan Chelsea thing of just like making fun of him and he was like take her shit and like uh and i don't know i want, I can't wait to find out how they got together and yeah. like what happened but they I think it's so sweet because then he was spot they were together canoodling at some football game Dodgers game yeah or yeah Dodgers game and then TMZ asked him afterwards like what's with you and Chelsea and he's like she's just how beautiful is she she's the most beautiful woman and they were like are you dating he's like I I I don't know but the way he described her like was just like oh man this guy's in love and you know I hadn't seen that footage prior to the story coming out but it just made me so happy for both of them and um, yeah, I just, like, I want to, I want to coy for their relationship. <laughs> I coyed this weekend a bunch.
3: He got very famous, after, like, recently. I wonder if, like, how much of it is seeing him on, like, an equal playing field as opposed to, like, when she, like, when he worked for her. You know what I mean? Like, and then they separated.
4: Yeah. It's I think a- he's been famous for a while now, though. It's so funny. Yeah. The other day, Saralina, my good friend, um... Was on. we were on WhatsApp sharing stuff and she was like, have you ever heard of um, this Joe Coy? Nikki, you might've heard of him. And I was like, that's so ironic that I was just talking about Coying today. Of course I know Joe Coy. She's like, I don't know, girl. I just like was listening to him and it just made me feel so much less alone because he talks about, you know, having a uh a, a, like asian parents and how strict they are and how they'll never be proud of you and how they you know they don't love you enough and and all the like emotional abuse and she was like it made me feel like oh my god i i didn't have a mo- it's not like i'm unlovable that's just the culture and i was like how wonderful that yeah. she was able to feel that way uh, about him, like his it comedy, sounded made like her- an
3: Emmy award speech. Yeah, that's what, she has a perfect voice for she like does. to win an Emmy.
4: She talks like this, and she's not from. She's from <laughs> California City, California. She's my friend that's a model, and she talks like this because she grew up watching like old movies. <laughs> and she does. Oh, I don't know, girl. It's, I'm I'm worried. But uh, it was just delightful <laughs> that I, I was all cynical about Joe Coy, you know, yeah. asking for a standing ovation by standing up. And which I will say it again and again, he deserved it. I mean, he put on <laughs> a show that I watched being like, I'll never be able to perform that way and like have people that fucking pumped to see me. And, and hey,
3: you got some standing O's this weekend. But that's what
4: I said. I got to that point. I did yeah. get some standing O's. And um, I, one could argue that I was coying because I did stay up there to address them because i was bringing you guys out
3: yeah i don't think you coy though you did raise the roof a little bit say, <laughs> i get didn't up do that I you didn't all the... will get killed and oh shut. god yeah. you guys
4: i want to sh- i want to show you so bad the person that does that <laughs> Coying is brought to a new level by the person that does this subconsciously <laughs> when she's he I, is, she. it, is it sub mm. and the this is, might be is just
6: like raising your hand up and down for the people
3: oh yeah sorry
4: for the you. people listening this is the most <laughs> subtle raising okay walking out on stage this is it <laughs> oh my gosh thank you
6: waving oh,
4: and just like, like upside down waving, like <laughs> upside like it's waving a, yeah. and then just doing a sweep of up. like up and you're in the audience and you go it, you wouldn't even notice it but there's it's, it's it's a subconscious way to get people to stand up yep. and i don't even think this person i said she already i don't even think she knows she's doing it
0: yeah but it works
4: because sometimes you do things and it's almost like evolution. Like you, this is getting a result, and you don't even know that that was the behavior that got the result. But now you're going to do it all the time subconsciously, and you're probably pass it. on. Like when you start talking with an accent without on purpose. Yeah. But it's because it's giving you. It's making these people respond to you in a better way, and yeah. so you adapt. So I'm not accusing someone of being manipulative, but, uh, but. They should stop doing
3: that. I get that. <laughs> let's I get understand to Reddit it you Down. There, man. Hey, let's go to Reddit Down.
4: Let's get, let's get it down. Read it down. down. righty. Karaoke mode. This is your Reddit down. Ooh, karaoke mode. All right. So Karaoke mode. I got some good ones um, today. I want to get to the ones that I saved a little bit ago. Cause there's one that's oh. Wait, no. That one was so funny. Fuck. Okay, hold on. There is one. That oh where is it? It said like oh it was one if you if you heard this song and depends on what uh, man I didn't save it I suck but it was one of those like uh, a blue dress yeah you know purple what what was the dress it was either blue or or gold gold. that's right yeah 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 it was one of those Um, and it was like brainstorm or rainstorm or green beret, like it was like whatever word you're reading is what you hear, it's really creepy. Okay, Um, this is from Dating Advice, subreddit Dating Advice. It says, shout out to women who communicate about sex. I met a gal a few weeks ago and have been texting and getting to know each other. Uh, I'm reading this, this is obviously written, not correctly. Things have been escalating and we made plans for this weekend. Pretty standard. This last weekend she told me that since it looks like sex is on the table, for this weekend we should chat a bit to make sure we are on the same page. Whoa. She asked me to provide her with proof I am clean. She did the same. And we did a quick rundown of preferences and expectations and boundaries to make sure we are on the same page. She told me how to handle her orgasm and so on. I was so impressed by this. It wasn't awkward, but it eliminated so much uncertainty. It was really nice to talk like an adult, rather than assuming and just going for it. I wanted to say how nice this is. Well, what do we think about that?
3: I mean, yeah, that is something to ask for test results, or you know, to make sure someone's clean, like have all their teeth and everything. No, but I right. think
4: like I, you have so to my, show
3: the date of the test. Like, I, I do. Let's think, talk about
4: the test aside.
3: Oh, okay, okay. That's obviously
4: important, and we all know that, and none what of us fucking thinking? do it. I'm talking about the preferences, and this oh. is how I this is how I come. This is uh, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Those things that we all kind of just enter into the bedroom and we start just like trying things out. And there's something about trial and error that's fun. Yeah. But I would argue that it's honestly not that fun, and it's really awkward, and it makes for a like I was saying on the pod the other day. When a guy's going down on you or a guy's doing something to you and it's not what you want, I- I'm someone who has no problem telling people what I want. You know that. But there's something about sex that makes me feel like I don't want to ruin the mood by being too demanding about, like, oh, uh, this isn't good. I don't want to make him feel insecure that he's doing a bad thing. So I can nudge him in the right direction and say, oh, that's good. That's yeah. But saying, like, that's not working. Because sometimes you're like, oh, just only positive affirmation. Well, what if they're doing nothing positive? Okay, so let's say, <laughs> let's
3: say, let's say before you even yeah. So you don't do it while you're fucking or while he's going down on you. You got to do it beforehand. So what? What would the guidelines be that I got? Watch guy- my
4: special banging, okay. banging. I've, Finger more. I cannot believe yeah. how many people I've hooked up with who have <laughs> literally have everything. But you wore a, a
3: bra that night, so that's
4: true. No, I mean I would say
3: <laughs> no. What would what you, would I say yeah, if I were this like, girl? That's what I'm saying. No, well, yeah. Like, what would your guidelines be? How specific I'd say, hey, would you get? I have get? a feeling
4: we're going. To, first of all, I don't have sex outside of relationships, so that wouldn't happen to me. But I have a feeling we're going to get down and dirty pretty soon. And um, I just want to let you know, I really like finger stuff. I really like more than one finger in me, as many as you can fit. Um, I like, um, and, and this isn't. By the way, I Is really this an
3: outline form. I like Are you writing like I just like
4: yeah a just, sub a. sub uh, text uh, uh, cliffs. Then go back into the end notes. Yeah, um, yeah, so I, wait, so the bibliography. Of this.
3: So you like <laughs> more fingers.
4: Um, however, let me just start with foreplay. Like you should not go down there until I wa- until I ask you to. Um, I like a lot of over the pants stuff. I think, um, you can go down there when I sell my jeans on like outside stuff, but I'll guide you when I'm ready for you to go in. Okay. Um, but what I don't about think a guy should... taking
3: control? You're not into that though?
4: No, absolutely. If I put, <laughs> if, um, I, uh, once, once <laughs> we are, once I'm being penetrated by anything, um, that's a good time for you to like hold me down in any way possible and try to make me come just try my my thing is I mean if I could tell a guy exactly here we go try to make me come as hard as you can without but like ease into it because a lot of times guys just like start fingering you like so hard and it's just like we just got started like that's for when I'm like about to come not let's like 20 minutes in mm-hmm. and I know this is a long time but like you know uh i would say um the the goal for me is always try to make me come but don't let say i can't until you tell me i can that's and uh whatever you glean from that it, uh in terms of like holding me down telling me not to move all those things i like that okay. but i would my biggest thing would be do not do anything unless i am But how
3: specific do you get about like the way you finger me because i feel like that's a thing with guys is we will do either the wrong way or like you've talked about this before, where like oh I like it like that, and then like a right, minute when later, you say that,
4: no, the second yeah. you say it like that, they change it. Yeah, and I think we all do that in bed. I think women do that too. Like you'll be getting a blowjob, and you're like keep doing that, and you just hear that, and you're like Th- that means faster or something. Yeah, and yeah. so like you just shift as soon as you get some validation. But weird. I think yeah. that's um that's a big one too. The fingering style. I mean, just try whatever you like, and then I'll eventually hold your hand and, <laughs> and be like like this, and like or I'll like demonstrate. Yeah. It. But um, but also I if I don't like something, I will I will stop it. Uh, if it's something that's really not enjoyable, and I'm not going to fake an orgasm, so you don't have to worry about like that. Um.
3: I guess the only thing about like getting an instructional manual, uh. Cause it kind of takes this sexiness out of it when you're reading it, like where to, like how to put together a dresser. But, um,
1: no, I think
3: there's a
4: sexiness <laughs> to but
3: my point is, so, is like, I, I want to know, maybe there's a way to put together to dress her a different way that no. you haven't experienced yet. I'm just saying like, there
4: isn't, I've
3: like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. I get
4: it. But guys always do this where they're like, no, I got it. And it's just like, No, No. but there's been
3: moves that have been put on me or a certain kind of blowjob or a certain kind of way we're fucking that I've never experienced before that if I gave you a manual, the manual would have changed.
4: I'm saying, no, and you're right. I'm saying take this manual and then work within that and put your (laughs) own... Like, I like pizza, so I like these ingredients. Now, the I can give those ingredients to many different people and I'm going to get a different kind of pizza each time.
3: It's like that cooking with show. With spices yeah. and stuff.
4: Yeah, like show me what, what you interpret, what you're going to do with all of this. Okay, that makes sense. And um, and I would also, so what would you say to, to a girl leading up to it?
3: Um, in regards to what I like, per, like.
4: Yeah, you're about to have sex. Like, hey, uh, here's some things that I like. Here's things that I don't like. Anything like that.
3: Um, I love a blow job where you let the penis breathe a little bit, like just constant, uh, mouth on penis doesn't work as well. I like hand with the mouth, um, I like it uh, a little What about pressure?
4: In terms of pressure, do you like uh, a lot of, like a harder pressure or Harder like pressure.
3: Hard pressure. Every
4: guy likes harder. Girls, we are going way too soft.
3: You could beat the shit out of a penis. Don't, like. But
4: Mateo Lane, uh, <laughs> gay guy Mateo Lane, who knows a lot about sucking dick and receiving, said that don't start with like your 10, like your performance yes. level. Start with like a three. Mm-hmm. Amp it up to a five. Go back to three. Then take it up to a nine. Don't go, say at nine. Go back to a three. Five, ten, like. Well,
3: it also depends on whether or not you want to have sex or not. Because if you stay at a nine, then most likely I'm going to have an orgasm and then we're not going to be having sex or as much as, or as there's a less likelihood. You know what I mean? Because, but yeah. And then sex wise, just reverse cowgirls fun.
4: Right. Okay.
3: With my, dude, I done this move. I learned it in porn and it feels very vulnerable. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us. I'll do reverse cow cowgirl, oh, and my legs will be outside her le- her her legs. So uh, my legs will be. I'll be spread open,
4: and her legs will be
3: inside my legs. Right, and it's just it's it works. That's
4: good. That's a good move. I Have like Have you ever that. done that? <laughs> I actually kind of did something like that, yeah, before. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It feels
3: very the vulnerable positions you for come me. up
4: with sometimes when you're doing it, where you're like, no, I need to call someone and let them know that this is a thing. Someone needs to diagram this because we just invented a new one, you know. But they they had to have all been done before. Uh,
3: it's so. Funny. I gotta say
4: though, when I describe the the blowjob where you're laying on your back with your head off the yes. bed, people do not know about that.
3: Well, it's a it's a strange position to get into. Sometimes but it makes so much sense stay. to make
4: your throat. If you want a deep throat, it makes all the sense. I mean,
3: there's still people out there that like have to put the covers over them and then fuck missionary still yeah. and stay within like three inches.
4: Yeah. Okay, well, here's one that made me think of you. (laughs) This is also from dating underscore advice. Am I being immature for not wanting to date a girl I really liked after I found out one of my friends fucked her? Mm. So I was talking to this girl for a while, and I got to really liking her. We haven't been very physical as she wants to wait until we're actually boyfriend and girlfriend before we go too far. She must have read Getting to I Do. So she posted a picture of me with on her Instagram story, and one of my friends ended up seeing it. Later that week, we were hanging out. He mentioned it and asked what was going on with us. I said, we've just been hanging. I'm assuming my friend thought I meant we were just friends because he told me this. Me and her used to chill together. We hooked up a few times, and she is crazy in bed. He said, I, of course, didn't want to hear this, but now I have, and I don't really like her as much anymore. Am I being immature, or am, am, I, just, or am I justified in not wanting anything to do with her anymore? Oof. I would say, Andrew, you would... You, yeah, you I'm
3: feel, sure. I'm sure people would say, "Oh, what you're being is it immature."
4: Is, is it because this girl's gonna be is too easy? No, no you realize she's easy. And I think you don't when trust I was younger, I would
3: feel that way. I think it's just like a level of just connection, and you're like, "Fuck, I can't believe he one got the connection before I did." Two, he'll know about that connection all the time that I'm now experiencing. Like those kind of thoughts, and and is
4: the connection like what her
6: pussy feels like? Is that what you're talking that about? That could be
3: one of them. Yeah, that could be it.
6: This happened to me. What can I tell you? So, yeah. um, I'm I was friends with someone that I was also hooking up with in between relationships, and when I got into a new one, I brought my boyfriend around, and my friend goes, "She's a wild one in bed," and mm. I didn't know that my friend said that to my ex until we had an argument like way down the road
3: Mm. and he just brought it up
4: he had it stored i'm sure yeah
6: yeah he he brought it up like he, he never really liked my like the friend that said that and i was always like why why do you always get so like tense when he's around and you know like what what's the deal with that like why can't i just hang out with him and um i don't know i guess i never really got down to the bottom of what it was but i don't even think it was me hooking up with my friend, I think it was more of like a macho thing.
3: It definitely could be a macho thing, but if you if you have a close girlfriend, right, like one of your f- top five girlfriends, and she slept with the guy that you're now gonna maybe date, you wouldn't think about that at all. That's how you. Would I'm feel? with oh, him
4: now. I got him, point. and yeah. like it, it. But what
3: about when they like laugh together or like whatever? Like it wouldn't affect you at all. You don't think, honestly? Like, no,
4: because he'd be with her if. He wanted to. It's not like and 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 you might argue like, what if she rejected him? I wouldn't be with someone who I thought wasn't like
3: good enough for your friend? G-
4: good enough for, for like is is with someone that I was like, oh, he's not that good. Like she rejected him. Like I would just feel like, God, she doesn't know what good is. Mm-hmm. The, like, and you don't think it
3: would affect your friendship with her?
4: Um, no. I, I mean, I I don't. I mean, maybe it might like for her make it weird, uh, I'd, or for the guy, but I, I just don't, I, I've had boyfriends who are friends with girls that they've hooked up with, mm-hmm. and I've asked about it and they didn't tell me because, or they were reluctant to tell me because they thought it was gonna be a thing. But it just like, if he wanted to be with her, he'd be with her, or she'd be with him. And so I just kind of feel like I won. Cause whoever I'm with, I it always feels like a prize anyway, so it just is more confirmation of that. Like, I guess though, I got if them you in the end.
3: Find out more specifics though. If you're like, if your girlfriend was like before me, what was like, man, he fucked me for forty five minutes and he went down on me for twenty five. Like, he did all this shit and he wasn't doing it with you. Then it would be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there could be issues there. Like. Right. Which like, oh, she's a freak in bed, and then you're also, banging her, and she's not doing anything. And that's probably
4: like, this guy's problem is because he can't sleep with her yet because she's waiting until they're more official. But this girl probably just Oh, yeah, was, and
3: she slept with the friend. She probably drank
4: a lot. I mean, that was in yeah. the past. Like, yeah. I, There are guys that I hooked up with that I would never hook up with now, but the person I am now is such a better person that you're getting than the one that – hooked up with them but yeah that's I, I get like being like oh I, I don't want this car because someone else drove it but I just it's like get over it final thought <laughs> this one is from uh the subreddit ask men men what is the best decision you have ever made in your life this guy says stereo food says learn to say no to big decisions even under immense pressure you don't have to agree to anything that's not fair to you even if it makes the other person mad yes that's right I mean that's what I say all the time is like don't do things just cuz you feel bad. Don't do things just cuz you feel bad. That is not what anyone would want from you. Like you wouldn't want someone to do something for you just cuz they feel bad. So, and if you do, then you're a weird person. <laughs> like I Yes.
3: I, I, yeah, I think well, circumstances, context is I don't know. I think like there's times where you, it's harder to make a decision selfishly if if there's other things to lose from it.
4: But I understand doing something selfishly. Like, for instance, yesterday you took a later flight because I made us late for the airport. We couldn't check our bags in time. I took the late, the earlier flight because I just went on without bags. You stayed behind for a later flight that got in way more late, so inconvenient, just because I put us in that position. You may have done that because you probably didn't want to do that. Who would want to do that? But you did it because you were a good friend and I – hopefully was like gracious enough to you to make you feel like, okay, she's not just like it's, she's not being an asshole to me by doing this. So there's, there's a part of doing things as a favor and being like, Oh, this will make my friend happy and make her life easier. And then there's one thing of doing it just because you feel bad.
3: I mean, I think, I mean, I, I think it was less about friendship and more about like on the weekend, I work for you.
4: Mm hmm yeah that's if I'm true. gonna be
3: completely honest if it was just straight up friendship, I would be very upset right right so I need so with our our we we just have a weird relationship like that I yes. mean but I look at it like you know if you're in the army and your boss tells you to do something that's that that's is, is inconvenient, you do it because the the greater good is. I made good money this weekend. I had great shows, and there was a lot of positive And I want to keep doing
4: that. Right, right. That makes sense. But I, I do think that, like in certain circumstances, let's say we were traveling as friends, and I had to get back for a thing that I had early. That you might do that just out of the goodness of being a friend.
3: Yes, yes. You've done
4: stuff for me like of that cu- before. Of course,
3: of course. But, but yes,
4: saying you'd be, f- you could be m- more furious at me. But you could have been furious at me yesterday too. It was completely uh, would have been fine. I mean, I was furious at myself, but. I feel like, to, for you to say I would have been fucking furious is not. I, I mean, mean I what, what do, like do you that. want? I would.
3: I, I don't know if we could go back. I don't think I said fuck. I, I think I said I'd be more upset. I, maybe I said. Did I say furious? I th-
4: you said something like, which was very well, angry. Well,
3: I would have been upset because, like, if,
4: <laughs> because I made us late and then yes. you have to stay behind because of my thing. Yeah. Yes, yes. but and sometimes <laughs> in life you. You Even don't think your... you would
3: be upset if that if I did that to you? If no, I, I, go... I, I
4: absolutely would. But but I'm saying if if I knew you had to get back for something and you were like, I'm so sorry, fuck this, I really fucked it up. Like I'm sorry that there might be a world in which I would go, yeah, you did fuck it up, but okay, I can do this. And then like next time you'll get me when something like this happens
3: and I think I was I'm not saying that. so that's why I was saying that was
4: maybe a little bit of that too because I feel like I was apologetic in in the best way I could be and took ownership of it
3: yes and I think I was understanding the best I could be yeah you totally were Uh, you were so cool
4: about it I was like so it was so nice so cool (laughs) (laughs) okay some other people said on this thing um the best decision they made long-term investing my only regret was not starting much earlier in life okay that's a common one once I found someone said once I found three pounds of meth working at UPS I was using at the meth I was using at the meth at the time and decided that Uh. would ruin me I turned it in Oh, oh that was the best decision they made that's cool that's a great so he one. Found
3: three pounds of meth. He was on meth at the time, and, and he, he knew it. better.
4: Yeah, because first of all, he'd probably lose his job. Not only is he meth and addict, he but he found now-
3: four pounds. I've heard.
4: For real. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> This one was good. Dropping everything to pick up my son before his mother could move six hours away with him. She went down a bad path for a few years, and when I got the text that she was moving and taking him with her, I dropped everything and went to go get him before she could. Thank God my boss at the time was a good dude. I told him the situation, and he told me to drop everything and go. I didn't even have to ask. He just said, go get your son. Ten years later, and my son is doing well. It hasn't been perfect, but the ups and downs, uh, hes turned, despite the ups and downs, he's turned into a great young man. Oh, that's cute. That's a good one. Are there any, what's your uh, best decision you ever made as a man?
3: As a, when stakes were high, like something like that. Um, I'm just
4: looking to, like, you look back on your life, it doesn't have to be the best one. What's a good decision uh, I mean, that maybe other dis- men could learn from?
3: My toughest decision, well, I've quit a lot of things, which I think looks, we, a lot of people look at it negatively. And I think we've talked, we talked about this last week about how quitting is, could be the strongest thing you've done. Yeah. Um, quitting the job that I was working for my older brother uh, where money was good, but I was not doing what I wanted to do. I was having insane panic attacks, and instead of sticking with it and manning it out, I ran <laughs> with my tail between my legs back to Florida, and uh, and it caused arguments between me and my brother. And, uh, yeah, it was a really tough decision to make at the time. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. So but you Simone like biles yeah, Simone Biles. I chose my mental health first. And- but
4: probably in, in the future, you would want to catch it before you would just, like, abandon the shop. Oh, like, yeah. y- your, the decision overall was good, but, like, the way you executed it could be Oh, better. I've made
3: so many, like, where I've quit. You could quit. Quitting can be strong But how you quit You can do it in a way With a little bit more tact But at the time You just can't Because you feel like Everything's on your shoulder Yeah it's
4: like ghosting Like you Sometimes I just stop Showing up for work Or like One time this I, I quit And the woman was like Calling me Being like You have a paycheck here Like come get it And I was like Too embarrassed To like show my face Back there So like oh, so I didn't get left. paid For like my last Two weeks of work Because I just was like Too You scared. just left the
3: paycheck there Yeah it was
4: my first job So sorry to Where the, was uh, that At Emo's En Vogue's salon in De Pere Sorry, uh, Mary. You were really sweet to me. Uh, Why
3: did you quit, though?
4: Because it was just I was I was really bad at it, and I cried on the job. And I uh, at the time we didn't have yeah. computers keeping our schedule, so it was like all pen on paper. And I was crying because I overcharged this woman like five hundred dollars accidentally by pushing an extra zero, <laughs> <laughs> and Wait, I was cried. <laughs> and my my tear the woman that was my boss was over my shoulder comforting me, crying at her business for. <laughs> And she and my teardrop smeared like five appointments because it <laughs> dropped down and like it was just wiped out. We had no we had no way of getting them back. So uh, thank God for, uh, you know,
3: Oh, uh, We got to go over every job we've quit on here Ugh, at some point. I've
4: quit so many things. All right, okay. guys. Uh, I got to quit this show today <laughs> because we're out of time. We'll see you tomorrow on the show. Don't be cut. And
2: Jack
7: quit. Jack.
2: with Con Air Girl Bomb, Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV
4: to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.
5: work.